Who ever told you that you could work with men? What you're hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? To help us, not to fuck us up. To help men who are going out there to try to earn a living, you fairy. I flew all the way from New York City for this shit. I'm serious. I just got out of the worst presentation I've ever seen in my entire life. And, and I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I'm so fed up with these pinball companies not taking this shit seriously. You have a room with a captive audience of people who want to buy your game. You have a room of people that are pinball fanatics. You have people on the internet who are watching you and they're hanging on to every word you say and every future sale hinges on how well you articulate why people should be excited about what you're about to show them and then you have the audacity to get up there, Jersey Jack Pinball, and do a presentation that was just completely disastrous. And we're gonna talk about it right now because I'm still just, I don't even know how to put into words exactly how bad a presentation it was. And I'm not being a drama queen. People were walking out immediately and it just reeked of a completely unrehearsed, like, let's just wing it, give us a mic, and we'll, we'll, we have an hour of time to fill, and, and there was absolutely zero preparation. So here's the thing. If you watched it, Jersey Jack Pinball got up there, and they quickly talked about uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and then they got right to the Wizard of Oz. I mean, like 15 minutes in, maybe even 10 minutes in, in a hard-to-hear seminar room, they started talking about Wizard of Oz and Yellow Brick Road Edition Wizard of Oz. There was absolutely no buildup. There was no uh, reason why. There was no data. There was no supporting facts. of Here's why Wizard of Oz Pinball will be coming back to you. They didn't even mention we've sold three, four, five, six, seven thousand units. They didn't talk about how globally, all over the world, wherever they take this game, there's demand for it. No, there was nothing. There was no buildup. There was no excitement. There was nothing. All right. But before I get to that, before I get to that, I have to talk about Jack and his team. They're here to convince you to buy their games. They're here to get you excited about Jersey Jack Pinball. And I'm sorry, but it's been seven, eight years now, and Jersey Jack Pinball just knows better about how to get us excited about their products. And it's just, it's so embarrassing to hear them get up there with absolutely zero enthusiasm. I mean, what is the point? I mean, Jack has his teammates up there, and they're talking in this monotone way as if they don't even want to be there. And so can you blame Eric when Jack kicked it to Eric to talk about pirates? I mean, he sounded like, first of all, like he didn't even want to be there. He also like was, was, was talking as if, uh, you know, he, he just couldn't even like, I don't know. It's like he, he was sh surprised that Jack even called on him to start talking about the game. It's like they clearly didn't rehearse it. And can you blame him though? Can you blame Eric for not being enthusiastic and, and, and excited to be up there? I mean, the guy is probably fuming underneath the surface. And here's why. And I totally understand and I empathize with Eric. I mean, imagine if you're Eric. You designed this game for two years plus. You put your heart and your soul into it. You make a unique layout. You do everything you can, right, with the limited assets. You and Keith, you know, you create a game 
that you're really, really proud of, that you worked so hard of, and a game that just got on the line, a game that is just being manufactured, a game in which people are starting to realize what you realize about the game. They're realizing that they think it's a really amazing game, right? People are loving their Pirates of the Caribbean who are buying the game. And in the same moment in which people are starting to finally realize they love your game, they yank it from you. They take it off the line and they cease production of the game and they go back to making a game that they made seven, eight years ago. So imagine if you're him. So here we are. We don't get to talk about my game or how everyone's finally falling in love with my vision. We're now going to quickly punt it to a game that's been out seven years ago. How fucking, how much did that suck for Eric to even be up there? And why even have him up there? I mean, it was, I, I felt bad for the guy, like listening to him, like in this monotone way, like he sounded like, Someone who just found out they owe a lot on their taxes, right? There, there. It was, it was really just this, this painful, slow, monotone. Oh my God! You probably, you have to hear it. I mean, it will be on the internet. All right. So, then we get to the where the wheels really fall off this presentation, and that is Jack pivoting to, uh, Emerald. You know, the the limited edition yellow brick road of the game. All right, and so. It was such a weird way they revealed it. I mean, he called up Bill Brandis and Sabrina to take the wrapper off the game. Bill was like kind of a little bit surprised. Uh, the thing was wrapped in black, and they reveal the game. And look, it's 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 Wizard of Oz with yellow armor and some sparkle. The wood apron is back, and I really wanted to love this game. I really, really wanted to go in on a Wizard of Oz if they really did something over the top and special with the game. Uh, but here's here's where I just, I can't excuse this company anymore. And Jack, you just know better. You've been in this industry for so many years. I flew all the way from New York. All of these people have traveled long distances to get here to Texas Pinball Festival. And you're one of the few seminars that everybody wanted to see. You had a packed room and you fucking dropped the ball. You got to take this shit more seriously, Jack. This is your company. I know I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but just follow with me here. This is your brand, and they don't seem to take the brand seriously. The brand of Jersey Jack Pinball isn't just about the pinball machines you make. The brand of Jersey Jack Pinball is how you conduct yourself every time you have a captive audience that is listening to you represent your company. If I gave a presentation like that at my company, I would be fucking fired immediately on the spot. If someone on my team act as acted as unenthusiastically as Jack's team was acting up on stage, I would fire them on the spot immediately. You are trying to sell people your product. You are trying to get them excited and enthusiastic around your brand. And this is the best you can do after seven, eight years of making pinball machines. The comfort level is not there. The excitement is not there. The enthusiasm is not there. Okay, so then you're going to dovetail. You've set the stage in this, and you've bored everybody to death. And then you're going to go reveal what you reveal. Now, here's how Jack revealed it. And this is, this is fucking incredible. So he says, how many of you in the room have Wizard of Oz? And about 30, 40 hands went up, right? A lot of people have the Wizard of Oz. And then he says, how many of you in the room would love to get a Wizard of Oz machine and nobody's hand went up. Think about that for a minute. Nobody's hand even inched up and said, I want a Wizard of Oz. So I raised my hand. I was the only hand that that, that was raised up in the air. So nobody in the room 
uh, says that they want another Wizard of Oz. So right there, right then and there, where is their market research that shows that people want this game again? And maybe it exists. Maybe people in Dubai and China and Thailand all of a sudden want a Jersey Jack Wizard of Oz, but it sure as hell ain't people at Texas Pinball Festival, which is rule number one of marketing is know the audience you're talking to. Okay, so let's get into a little bit of the details of this thing. So he shows the game. We see the game, and look, it's Wizard of Oz with yellow armor, and then here is where it just gets kind of ridiculous. It's like they didn't think this through out. They didn't think this out. They didn't rehearse it. They they didn't like talk this through to someone and then ask for, you know, what, what, what would people think if we presented it this way? He says that the game is $11,500. Okay, $11,500 for this, which makes it the most expensive Wizard of Oz ever made, okay? And then you learn the truth about the game. Now, here's here a little bit of the details. It's in the new cabinet. Uh, the same cabinet is dialed in and as Pirates of the Caribbean. So the all, all the, the computer systems and, and boards get moved to the back box. Okay. It's got a wood apron like the Emerald City version of Wizard of Oz. Okay. It's got yellow uh, ha habit trails on it. It's got yellow armor. Uh, but, but then here's where it gets really, really interesting. So... Uh, it's $11,500. So surely they put more into the game. And Jack kept saying, there's more in this game. There's more in this game. But there's not. There is no more in the game. They removed the flying monkey mechanism from the game. When someone asked that, like, is the flying monkey still in the game? You know what Jack said? Yeah, his, the animations are there and he's animated. And so they moved the physical mechanism from the game and now he's in animation. And that's adding to the game. That's going in the wrong direction. But we're jacking the price up. So we're, we're, we're charging you more and we're giving you less. There is no way to spin that. There is no way to spin the fact that you are being charged for more and you're getting less. And I know the spin that they are trying to communicate is, well, we made the game more reliable. And we made the game, you know, we made some improvements. How, how can you improve something that you took away. You didn't improve the monkey mechanism. You just removed it. And, and there, there's a big difference there. That's not an improvement. That's a removal of something that people enjoyed and paid money for. And here's the big just, I mean, you, there's no way around this. This game came out seven years ago or six, seven years ago, right? And so the majority of the presentation that they went through at, at, at this seminar they, they went back and started talking about how they did the fucking animations for Wizard of Oz. And I'm sitting there thinking, why are we talking about how you made this game that's been out for seven fucking years? There, here you've got Eric on stage who just built a brand new game, a brand new game that's finally catching on and getting steam with the pinball community. And he's got nothing to say. And we're going back. And now you're trying to brag to us and boast to us about what went into making Wizard of Oz. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Who thought that was a good strategy? This company should be looking forward. And we are really excited about what Jersey Jack has in the future waiting for us. But why are they even here? Like, why are they at Texas Pinball Festival having this seminar that bored the hell out of everybody just to drop this game on the floor that's a seven-year-old game with just a different armor and it's retooled? Like, it, it, it just it blows my mind. These companies need to wake up and start acting like professional companies. This is a waste of money. 
This is an absolute waste of money for them to be here. They failed to excite people around this game, and yet they spent all the money to fly here. They spent all the money to fly the game here, and 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 then they dropped this on us. And here's Canada in his hotel room instead of being out there on the floor because I, 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 I couldn't take it anymore. I had to get out of the room. I had to get out of the room. I am so embarrassed that this is the kind of presentation these companies are doing. And I think it shows a total lack of respect for all the people who spend a lot of money and all the people who travel a far distance to get to these shows. These companies need to get their seminars buttoned up. This is a joke. This is like, I have entry-level employees at my company that could put a better presentation together than this. This is, this, is, this is amateur hour, Jack, amateur hour. And you're a good talker, Jack. And the problem is, is Jack, once the mic is out of Jack's hand, he's like sitting back there watching his team just bore the living daylights out of the room. And he's just sitting there. He did, I would have jumped up and been like, okay, guys, like, let me tell you why. But then that's the problem. When he tries to tell you why you should buy Yellow Brick Road Edition, there's nothing really to say. And here's the worst part about it all. And if, and, and if you think Jack has learned his lesson about limited edition machines, he hasn't. So here's how they sold it to the room. He said, we're going to make 200 of these this year, and then we'll see where we go from there. What the fuck, Jack? Limited edition means you set the limit before people buy. A collector wants to know exactly how many games are going to be made before he commits because the number of games determines the resale value on these games. You're not being honest with people, Jack. Well, here's what I did, Jack. I talked to one of your distributors. I talked to two of your distributors. They know what your plan is and you're not telling people what the plan is. The plan is you're going to make 500 of these or you have enough parts to make 500. So you're going to say to people, we're only making 200 and that's all we're making this year. And then you're going to go and what, make another 300 next year. What, what, what world do these guys live in where they think they can't be honest with us about the number of games they're going to make? And Jack keeps doing this. Well, get ready for the, for the black Pearl edition coming soon. Get ready for this and that, and that it's just, it's so annoying. You know what he said? He also said this, somebody said, are you done making Ruby red editions? And he says, we are for now, but we might make more in the future. What the fuck, Jack? No, that's not acceptable. That is not acceptable. I'm so upset right now. I'll tell you why I'm upset. Because I love Jersey Jack Pinball. And I want Jersey Jack Pinball to succeed. But this kind of wishy-washy, like ambiguous answers to questions like how many are you going to make in total and going back on prior promises and then just keep adding more and adding more and making more, it's disingenuous. And I don't want to support a company that acts so unprofessional and like, like amateurs. Like, what are you doing, Jack? Stop. Stop. This is such, it's a slap in the face to Eric that you like, you stop pirates to then push this forward. And we all know this. Here's the other thing. I'm going to tell you guys right now, Jersey Jack Pinball is revealing Willy Wonka at the Midwest Gaming Classic. That is where the game will be revealed. And so why did what what is the point of being here? This is such a this is such a waste of my time to do this show. It was a waste of my time to be in the crowd there. There was no enthusiasm. It's unprofessional. I'm sorry. This is just a rant, but it's bullshit. It is total bullshit. This company needs to get their act together and start acting like a leader that they can be. All right? The games are going to be there. 
But man, the professionalism, it's not there. And, and, and sort of, if you're going to release Willy Wonka at the Midwest Gaming Classic, awesome, cool. Don't do this Yellow Brick Road edition. It, you, know what, you know what happened is this. They, they, could, they just didn't want to commit to ordering more parts to Pirates. They shelved it because of that. And they need to keep the line going. So they're just doing this BS version of Wizard of Oz. $11,500 for a game with removed features that they're not even going to tell you how many they're making in total. It is like the worst of the worst of the worst. It's like Jack took every marketing idea he had and said, how can I fucking make it even more confusing and blow up bad ideas from the past and make them even worse? I mean, it's like a collector's edition that's not quite a collector's edition because you don't know how many are going to be made, but yet it's the same, roughly the same price of a collector's edition. And here's the thing, Jack, and then I'm going to end this podcast and I'm going to go have some steak dinner with my friends at TPF. Here's the thing you don't understand, Jack. You got to zoom out a little bit, bro. You got to zoom out. I can go tomorrow and get a beautiful Emerald City Wizard of Oz game tomorrow and get it for $6,500 to $7,000. Why would I pay five dollars to $4,000 more for this game? You're, what are you doing, Jack? What are you doing? It's time for everyone at Jersey Jack Pinball to take a long look in the mirror and say, if we ever get in front of a crowd again, we're going to fucking rehearse. We're going to be professional. And if you're going to join me up on stage, everybody, you better have enthusiasm that makes people want to buy from this brand, not just this game, but the brand of Jersey Jack Pinball look like a joke tonight. And that's why I'm calling this Jersey joke presentation disastrous. Grow up, guys. Act like professionals. Canada out. You want to learn the first rule? You'd know if you ever spent a day in your life. You never open your mouth till you know what the shot is.